0: it's important to speak into what you disagree with and what you see being a problem. And a lot of people are very afraid. This comes back to authenticity and how you can step more into being transparent. You have to speak into what you disagree with as much as you talk about what you do believe in, because that's going to create the polarity that you need to repel people, but also to magnetize those that are in alignment with your values. And that is part of intimacy and trust is being in alignment with values. So that is so important. Hello, you have reached the Wild Woman Hotline, a place for soul aligned entrepreneurs like you to listen in on high vibe, consciousness, expanding conversations for leveling up your leadership and bringing your vision for big impact and big income to life. On this show, you'll hear from experts in the world of branding, marketing, copywriting, fashion and style, photography, personal development, spirituality, and so much more. I believe the world needs more leaders like you, and the Wild Woman Hotline is a place to feed your soul and fuel your brand so you become the soul aligned CEO you were born to be. Now let's dive into this week's value packed episode. Listen, babes, we need to have a real conversation. The coaching industry and the service-based markets in general are oversaturated as hell. And the really unfortunate part is that your niche is probably swarming with quote unquote experts who are giving your industry a bad name by using manipulative marketing and gross sales tactics that undermine the value of your industry as a whole. But the good thing is that if you're listening to this podcast, the likely reality is that you are a heart-centered, wild woman who started her business to not only create financial freedom, but also to help transform the world with your talents and your skill set and your passion. But given that there are so many quote-unquote experts that put a bad taste in the mouths of the people that you want to serve, one of the best ways that you can stand out as an entrepreneur of integrity, is by positioning your brand as a voice of authority, authenticity, and transparency. Here's a little branding crash course. If you're unfamiliar with the term positioning, in short, positioning refers to the use of awareness and intention and authenticity and integrity and strategy to differentiate yourself amongst similar experts. Powerful positioning is what helps the cream rise to the top and it helps the cream rise to the top within any niche and this ensures that heart-centered entrepreneurs like yourselves are the ones that are really leading the herd within your respective market. So at the end of the day, phenomenal positioning isn't just about your credentials or your testimonials, which is what people often think about when they're looking at who they want to work with. They look at the credentials and they look at the testimonials. But what I'm suggesting we focus on in order to position yourself powerfully and stand out from experts who lack the integrity to really be leaders in the space, is I'm suggesting that powerful positioning needs to revolve around building intimacy and it needs to revolve around building trust with your audience by leading through example and by being transparent and by showing up authentically. So in this episode of the Wildman Hotline, I sit down with Teal Elizabeth, who is not only a dear friend, but she's also the CEO and founder of Relax Into Love Coaching, and together we talk about the most important actions you can take if you want your brand to rise to the top through integrity and authenticity. A little bit about Teal is that through her integrity-driven business, she supports powerhouse women to become masters of their love life and manifest their most desired relationships with joy and ease. She is an intuitive love and relationship coach trained in the principles of feminine energy, NLP, and deep subconscious reprogramming. Through her teaching, she helps ambitious women awaken their most conscious, evolved, powerful self and create an elevated partnership with a man who is her energetic match. Can we get a hell yes? She has been happily co-creating a deeply soul-nourishing spiritual partnership with her fiance for the last seven years while traveling the world as nomadic entrepreneurs. How fun does that sound on my bucket list for sure? I am so excited for you to listen to this episode of the Wildman Hotline because honestly, like after all the time and energy and passion and care that you have put into your business, you deserve to be positioned as a reliable, authoritative, and integrity driven expert that people literally line up to work with. That is my wish for you. And in this episode, you will learn all about what powerful brand positioning actually takes on the back end as well as on the front end of your branded business. So, with no further ado, let's dive on in. I personally believe. Leadership and entrepreneurship is moving towards, and we were just talking about this wave of coaching that people are coming in. It's just it's a never-ending oversaturation of coaches. And I think the thing that is really gonna differentiate those who are here to transform the way that we approach evolution as people versus those that are trying to sell services is that ability to be transparent and that ability to lead through example, which doesn't only mean this is what I know to be true because this is what I learned in a book or this is what somebody taught me, but I'm going through challenge right now. I'm experiencing pain right now. I'm experiencing struggle right now. And instead of putting on a false mask of professionalism, or instead of pulling back and going offline for five, seven, eight days, I'm instead going to show up in my mess and let you see me, because that is what leadership is in my mind. It's, I know the path that needs to happen for not only you, but for me, because I've lived it, but I'm also gonna admit when I don't know, because I'm I'm experiencing it right now, Yeah, but I trust myself, and I have enough integrity in myself to know that me showing you what's happening is going to be in the best interest of the collective because transparency is in the best interest of the collective. Yeah, and I think the reason I like specifically
1: reached out to you and why we are even talking right now is because I saw your post and you're like, I'm just here to say like, we don't all always have it figured out and that's okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yes. Because I know sometimes even my mind gets caught up in being like, wow, it seems like this person has it all together. Like. Why do I feel so crappy? Because I don't have it all together all the time. And then it's like, you gave me permission, even though deep down, I already know that, but it's, it's just a reminder of giving ourselves permission that we don't have to have it all figured out. And even the top, top people don't have it all figured out. So cut ourselves some slack. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And so having gone through that experience, I've gone through that experience too, where I've had either a close friend or somebody that I look up to be like, you know what? I don't know. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Okay but I know that you are going to find the answer because that's the type of person that you are. You don't know and you're admitting that you don't know, which is being in integrity with where you're at versus saying, this is what you should do, even though I'm not completely solid in that, right? So like having gone through that experience, what happened with you then to be able to be like, wow, okay, cool. We don't always have to act like we know what what's going on or that we have all the answers, right? So did anything shift in you as a result of that? I'm just really curious. Well, not specifically from that moment, but it's been something I've been just
1: deepening into within myself. Like as I really give myself permission to just follow my truth and not try and show up in the ways I think I need to show up to get clients, right? Or to be something for the the industry. Like the more I follow my truth, the more I allow myself to just release the filter, and release the mind altogether, And I think that's so much of what it sounds like you're really deepening into and helping women with too, is like just helping us to just, I just have stepped into this place of all knowing that isn't even me. Like it's full on as is consciousness, right? Where you're just a channel for God to speak through you. And then there is no worry. There is no question about what's going to come through because you, you know, it's going to be perfect and divine right? Mm-hmm. And that is so liberating. <laughs> it's like, I know I can speak with full confidence and conviction that whatever is going to come out of my mouth and I don't know what it is, it's going to be exactly what needs to be said right? Yes. because the mind isn't trying to filter it and put all these labels on it and all these things that it needs to be in requirements. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has helped me to transform so much as how I get to show up as a spiritual leader too. Mm -hmm. right? Because it's no longer about what I think people need to know or what they need to hear. It's just really speaking my truth as you're saying like, as well, as you're going through it, as you're experiencing it, realizing that I'm learning some valuable tools right now. And I get to now share this for my audience so that they can learn through my experience as I'm going through it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep for sure. And that's, that's very, that's very, um, It's very potent because what we have the opportunity to do with spiritual awareness but also you know i'm i'm currently working as a branding mentor and and this might seem really weird because when you think of branding you think of logos and color palettes and typography and marketing and all these things but what i'm saying with branding is that you have the opportunity to turn who you are into a pillar for people to grab onto, to say yes, I believe in who you are as a person and I believe in the values and the morals and the standards that you uphold. And so I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to give you my trust. I'm going to listen. And we, we don't deserve, we don't, we don't become entrepreneurs and we suddenly are deserving of people's attention. That's not the way that it works. We're not deserving of people's trust either. Sure, we might be trustworthy people and we might be incredible women, but we still need to earn that trust and we still need to earn that attention. That doesn't mean you have to lay yourself down and become a martyr, but that does mean that you need to be somebody that is focused on the best interest of the people that are giving you their attention and that are giving you their trust because there's a lot of people in the entrepreneurial space that manipulate and that take advantage and that exploit that trust and that attention and what that does collectively is that makes people blind and mute to messaging and to content. And there's a lot of people that are heart centered that are not getting the attention they deserve because there have been people that have taken advantage of the collective attention right yes yes so what i'm saying with branding and what i'm saying with being authentic online is that you are going to have to let go of a lot of the things that you have been taught with respect to marketing and with respect to positioning yourself as a quote unquote expert and show up as a human that people want to relate with and that people want to build a relationship to because at that point it truly is a community that you are supporting rather than an objectified customer that you are earning money from. Yeah. I love that. I love what you're sharing so
1: so much. And I've even noticed that even just in being other community in being in, in other communities versus like creating my own community and just recognizing like I just I don't want to look at them as a number. And even being in mentorship groups, right? Like I'm in one mentorship group right now and I absolutely adore it. And it's truly the first time I can say that I've received mentorship the way that I mentor my clients in a way that she actually cares. (laughs) She actually cares. I have been in so many mentorship groups where I feel like a number and you can really feel the difference. Mm -hmm. It, It doesn't feel good. And I do, I feel really nervous about the coaching industry right now and the fact that, you don't even have to have even like big training and certifications anymore. You can just come in and pretend to know what you're doing and follow Mm -hmm. all these things. And I think that this is a really enlightening conversation just to bring awareness to ourselves and to anyone that wants to listen to this, just to realize that we have to be really, really careful about who we're trusting and who we're allowing our hearts to connect to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how do you actually do that? How do you how do you help women to find themselves and, and connect into that authenticity?
0: Oof. I mean, it really, in my opinion, it really starts with where you're holding yourself back and where you feel restriction and constriction in your life. And I can speak, I work predominantly with entrepreneurs, so I can speak from the entrepreneurial perspective in that your business should feel like this open exchange of give and receive but what happens is that we get so caught up in saying the quote-unquote right thing or writing content in a certain way or posting a certain amount of times per week and those things are important from the business perspective but what that does is it places so much unnecessary intensity on you as the person to show up a certain way, which all that does is create a barrier that people can tangibly feel. Our audiences, our communities, they're not stupid, especially when they are spiritual, heart-centered, women <laughs> that are naturally emotive and naturally empathic, you can feel when there's a little hiccup in somebody's voice because they don't trust themselves. You yes. can feel when there's a little bit of constraint on the words that people are using because they're trying to say the right thing, or they're trying to be too authoritative or expert or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that those things are becoming a part of our brand. Those things are becoming a part of how people perceive and receive us and so it really takes you being honest with where am I not showing up authentically and what that feels like is that barrier it feels like a wall it feels like construction it might feel like tightness in your stomach tightness in your throat nervousness anxiety all of those things block you from teaching and speaking from your heart I love it and it's so true and I'm the first one
1: to admit that like I got caught up in that rat race a little oh, bit me too. because everybody does everyone tells yeah. you you got to do the things and I was like I can't do this all myself. Let me hire a VA to go do my Instagram posts. And guess what? I could feel the difference. Mm -hmm. It's so strange when you can't delegate your message. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm realizing, you know, you can't. And like you said, they can pick up on the nuances of just a slight twinge and less confidence it's and it it goes so hand in hand with how we relate to men men can pick up on those things too and it's like we can try and pretend to be the perfect girlfriend and be the perfect catch on our profile but if we don't actually truly embody that in who we are like we're just putting on a face Mm -hmm. we're not living in our truth and I, I agree with you I think so much of I think The cream is going to rise to the top in terms of who become the next level of leaders for this next generation. And it's going to be based on who's really able to express themselves authentically and lead from embodiment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that I am really proud of myself for just reflecting is that I could never show up if I didn't fully, truly walk my talk all the time. Like my relationship is so beautiful. And I'm so proud of that. And I can really honestly say that it doesn't have to be hard right? because I've lived it for a very, very long time. But if I were to just do that as a marketing message and be like, yeah, we can all just relax into love. And meanwhile, I'm stressing out and freaking out and having conflicts like that would just, it would shift the whole energy of the brand. And I think mm-hmm. the reason why my brand is able to grow and develop and, and bloom is because of that alignment in myself as a leader.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we really have to, we really have to be conscientious and take responsibility for the way that we run our businesses doesn't only impact the people that we are directly relating to, but it impacts the way that they perceive the entire industry. Right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's not just about your audience it's about the entire online coaching industry the way that we show up is either reinforcing the value of coaching or it's degrading the value of coaching right and i i would not be the woman i am had i not been coached through incredible mentorship and through amazing shamans and healers and light workers and life coaches those are the people that transformed me right So I would not be here. I'm a product of the coaching industry, which is why I love it and believe in it so much and am here to stand for it, having the integrity that it needs to transform the lives that it has the capability to do, right? So like when we show up through our brands and we lead the way that we do, we are setting a course for the future of coaching And the cream is absolutely going to rise to the top, but we also have to acknowledge the parts that aren't working, which is why I love speaking into it's important to speak into what you disagree with, and what you see being a problem and a lot of people are very afraid this comes back to authenticity, and how you can step more into being transparent, you have to speak into what you disagree with as much as you talk about what you do believe in because that's going to create the polarity that you need to repel people but also to magnetize those that are in alignment with your values and that is part of intimacy and trust is being yes. in alignment with values so that is yes. so important yes. is to not be afraid to ruffle some feathers by saying this is bullshit. it needs to stop it's scary to do that yes, yes. but can we please, wow
1: can we please shed some light to i never want to hear someone's business success metrics based on their 10 K (laughs) months. That, I mean, luckily in my industry, I can't, I can't brag about that because it doesn't matter. It's not about the money, but it's, and I know that that can be a beautiful success metric, but there's just, it's so much more than just the money. And I get so frustrated when people get so obsessed about making their 10 K months to prove that they're successful. And that's something I've had to really work through for myself is recognizing that I am successful regardless of how much money yes. is, right? Mm-hmm. And and money is not going to define my success. And even in the last few weeks, I've like really had to detach from like this mental chase for wealth, right? That I feel like we are indoctrinated in of like our worth is so tied to our net worth and it is so not, right? And I literally was just reflecting on how much wealth is so interconnected to all the aspects of our life, right? Because Mm -hmm. I had been actually doing myself a disservice and and in full transparency. Like I had been putting so much focus on my business to bring me my joy and my happiness and my wealth and my worth that I was neglecting my hobbies. I was neglecting building my community in this new place that I moved to and realizing that those things also contribute to my full, all encompassing wealth.
0: Mm -hmm. And I've had to
1: really shift out of focusing on the business so much, which my brain is like, no, no. (laughs) And put a lot more focus on community building and friendships and my puppy and hiking in the trees and like things that bring me wealth in ways that my soul feels wealthy, not just my bank account.
0: Dang. I agree with you so much. Yes. (laughs) Preach it sis. And like, I agree with you so much because I went through that last year where, I was focusing so much on the money I wasn't making that I was missing out on the change that I was causing, which is why I started my business in the first place. And there is nothing wrong with being driven and ambitious to make money. I am not demonizing money in any way, shape or form. We all deserve financial abundance. The difference is you you said it, you hit the nail on the head in that it should not prove your success and it should not be the primary marker of your impact in the world. You're an entrepreneur and the game of being a business owner is to make money, right? So there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting yeah. to make money. Sure. But I think when you start to put your success based on how much money you're making, everything becomes objectified, right? So you start to lose that connection to why you did this in the first place and it all becomes a scheme to squeeze as much profit out of everything that you do as possible, which is where a lot of people get into trouble because then you start to scale things that really shouldn't be scaled because they lose the human connection that built it in the first place, right? You see this happen with a lot of group programs. They Mm -hmm. try and scale way too big. They don't have the infrastructure to support the humans that are a part of the program. And people start to feel objectified and they start to feel like they're just a number moving through a system, right? You (laughs) you see that happen all the time so we have to focus on that balance between is this something that can be scaled and hold the integrity of why it was built in the first place or is this something that needs to stay the way that it is so that the transformation is caused right and so that the people's lives are touched in the way that we intended them to be touched i think a lot of people lose track on that when they start to see numbers roll in and they want more and they want more and they want more just to say that they have a seven figure business, right? Yeah. You cannot lose the human connection. That is, that is why people seek coaching in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And then
1: it is the question though. It's like, okay, how do we get our message out to more people? <laughs> how do we scale and keep the human connection? And that's where I'm at right now. It's like mm-hmm. i have such a message and such a transformational service to gift mm-hmm. people and how do i reach more people and knowing that i'm just me
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I know.
1: it's such a, a dichotomy <laughs> to yeah. really try and, and figure out and like i have i have tried the strategies and and now i think i was just having this conversation with girlfriend it's like just starting to really connect into from your heart what are the strategies that feel really in alignment versus what are the strategies that i think are going to make the money exactly and knowing that that's what's actually going to allow the flow to be flowing anyways because i've tried strategies and banged my head against the wall because that's <laughs> the way it's supposed to be and like that's where all the resistance comes in and blocks the flow anyways so mm-hmm. i think that's just so important to be so much more intuitive in running our businesses than looking to these outside strategies i mean To be honest, I think our biggest success comes when we don't know anything and we don't know Mm -hmm. any strategies because we're being our most aligned authentic self.
0: Exactly. And we
1: can start to lose ourselves just as we can lose ourselves in a
0: relationship. Sorry. I always think about it in terms of relationships. No, it's a perfect <laughs> analogy. You're in a relationship right? with your business. Yeah. You
1: are. And I'm like, I think I might have a little bit of a codependent relationship with my business right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I need to go back and find myself it's again. It's going be a little
0: toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because mm-hmm. I am so ambitious and I do care so much about all my ladies. and like, I do want to give, but
0: you have to have to take care of the vessel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think honestly, um, I think where we are going to start to see a higher need for support and coaching around this as entrepreneurs is around building teams that can support you because yes. Yes. through my eyes, when you bring in more human into your business which means outsourcing hiring paying people right which for a lot of people i mean in reality that's a huge expense it's scary to take that leap to hire somebody but i think the more human that you can bring into your business you're not going to lose that human to human connection so long as that human that you've brought in doesn't become a cog in the machine to help you scale right But if the humans you bring into your business are in alignment with you and they have huge hearts and they love people and they love transformation and they are totally on board for your vision, they become an extension of you. And at that point, what you do is you build them into your brand in such a way that people want to hear from those people as much as they do from you, right? So you've built this like incredible community-based business that then is serving the larger collective Yes. And in my mind, not only is that sustainable, but it's uplifting more heart-centered entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. uplifting leaders into your vision so that you can scale and serve more people and get the message out and cause more transformation, but you're not losing that heart-to-heart connection. I think you just nailed it there.
1: And I think that's where I probably have struggled because I've been been coached and told you got to hire your team you got to get your team and to be honest I don't think I have the resources to really bring on the type of caliber of person Mm -hmm. that needs to be there for me to really delegate. I'm trying to delegate to VAs in the Philippines and that's not nothing against them they are the sweetest loving people in the world but it's not going to be the same level of um, support that I think I I need another me right we need to bring another you in a sense. Yep. And I think that that is probably where I need to just check myself and pull back a little bit and wait to, to really delegate until I can bring on someone that, that I can really lean on in that way.
0: Yeah. I was listening to an interview with, uh, Tom Bilyeu Mm -hmm. and, uh, Lewis Howes on his, on his podcast. And he was talking about the caliber of people that you bring on. Right. But what was missing from that conversation is who you have to be to hire people like that because you have to know how to get people to enroll, you have to enroll people into your vision to the extent that you are enrolled, you have to find people that have the raw talent that you are going to invest your time into to develop them into the person they need to be to carry forth the mission of your company, right? Yes. To to cause the transformation that you want to see in the world. Yeah. And we're not trained in that. That's not part of the conversation when it comes to starting your own business. And when it comes to coaching you, when you hire an entrepreneurial mentor, that's left out of the conversation is how do you lead a team, right? Totally. totally. So this is a huge gap in the online space for anybody yeah. that wants to tackle that. <laughs> <laughs> Open yeah. market. Open market.
1: And and I did do that to some extent, but I overextended myself because I wasn't there at the resource capacity and mm-hmm. realized I had to pull back and say, I'm sorry, I love you, I want you, but I can't. pay you consistently and that's an even harder conversation oh that's
0: happened to me too that fucking sucks (laughs) so much shame that comes up you're like wow who am i i don't have my stuff together i'm not ready for this it all every doubt in the world comes up when that happens that's happened to me a couple times
1: yeah so it's like i i'm there i want i want to bring on those ladies i know i've got them in my roster but to make sure that we are able to be there as that ceo Yep. And and make sure that we have those systems in place to, to maintain that salary for them is it's a whole nother responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that just probably comes with maturity and time as well, right? In yeah, terms of definitely. growth. And I think that I do, maybe I just haven't played in those worlds enough yet, but I think that there's a lot of emphasis on beginning businesses, but the sustaining and growing and, and actually making them into the next levels, um, something I would love to see more leaders step into as well.
0: hmm Yeah, Yeah. for sure,
1: regardless of just the number.
0: (laughs) Yeah, And this is a great example of us being like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the answer is. And that's perfectly okay to be right where we're at and to admit that we don't, we're not experts in that aspect of entrepreneurship. And when it comes, you know, going back to really putting yourself in the shoes of the people that are receiving our offers, our marketing, our content, everything that we put out into the world to put yourself into the shoes of that person and to start running your business in their best interest. Is a challenge that that I want to pose to every online entrepreneur Mm -hmm. to really course correct some of the more manipulative and exploitive things that are happening in the online space so that we don't lose people's interest so that we don't have people write off mentorship and coaching altogether. Cause a lot of people have been burned. I've been burned. I know people that have been burned too. And in many ways, that's what's turned me into who I am because I want to lead in a way that, that I wasn't led in some examples and to really stand for business being something other than just turning a profit and making money. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe we can even talk about and just like explore
1: how do you really know? How do you pick out the good ones from the, the not so good ones, right? Because I have a girlfriend too. She's, every, she comes to me every six months. I got burned again, I got burned again. And, mm. and, and every time I keep talking to her, I'm like, well, talk to me before you pick one. She's like, I will. And then she doesn't, and then she gets burned. And, and so I really like, I'm curious, like how, do, how does one assess and pick out one that they can trust, right? Mm. That is That does have their best interest at heart. And I, I think for myself, I it's usually a gut feeling. I definitely know when I've been kind of uh, pushed into one. Like I, I had a business partner one time, and she's like, "We should do this business coach," and I was like, yeah. "I'm like, okay, you want to do it, I'll do it." Didn't work for Same. me, right? Or <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> or you no? Know, like I, I admit, I was more excited about you know the possibility of what they were promising at the end result than I was about actually caring about who the person was. And that was an ego driven decision versus a heart-based decision. And, but the ones that I, I'm a full body yes to have worked out beautifully and mm-hmm. I've loved and have really had my back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess maybe I just answered my own question, but what, what would you say to this?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a great approach and, and your intuition's always gonna be your most reliable compass when it comes to decision-making. It's also the scariest to start to trust because there's no objective truth, right? You're creating the truth when you take the action and experience the outcome. But for me, I think it's really about taking time to build a relationship with that person and seeing if they are somebody that is willing to put the effort into building a genuine relationship with you. And you, you can really tell the way that people respond to DMs, the way that people respond to comments or comment on your posts. You can tell if they're taking the time yeah. And investing the energy and the time, are they willing to invest that time and energy into me in a simple comment? If I- they're not, if you just get, you know, <laughs> four hearts and thank you so much. You know, I've been, I, I do that sometimes if it's not a super thoughtful comment, but if somebody is willing to invest their time and energy just to respond to something as small as a comment, they're probably somebody that is going to be willing to invest time and energy into you in a coaching container and then really has your best interest at heart and wants to get to know you. So I think just objectively looking at the way that they run their business, how do, I, how do they show up in their stories? Does it feel transactional? How do they show up in their content? Does it feel like they're constantly selling and pitching you something and asking something of you or are they giving and showing up from service and from genuine connection right so again this is very intuition driven which i think you're right on the you hit the nail on the head by saying trust your intuition that's what i would say first and foremost second pay attention and look at it through the lens of is this person showing up in a way that makes me want to connect with them or is it more of like i'm looking to them as this like savior, that's going to solve all my problems. You don't, you don't want that. That's not empowering. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And
1: that's a beautiful transition too, into
0: realizing that as coaches,
1: we are not their saviors (laughs) to solve all their problems. We get to be inspiration and we get to be that light and we get to be that reflection, that mirror. And at the end of the day, we have to take our own responsibility for our results into our hands. I do for when I hire coaches, and I respect that with the women that work with me as well. That we're we're not responsible for their results, and the coaches that we hire are not. We're not. They're not responsible for our results.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Tough pills to swallow. <laughs>
0: big tough
1: especially as a coach that really cares so much
0: (laughs) and when you've invested a bunch of money and and that's the reason why you invested you're like okay (laughs) (laughs) all right time to course correct but you're right it's it's not the job of as coaches it is not our job to fix people and as people hiring coaches it is not your job to be led like it's not, not you're not you're not you're not a sheep like you're not you're not being led in that way you are having your power and your potential reflected back to you you are being held in a safe space to choose and to speak into what you want and you are being held accountable to those actions and being supported when you cannot hold yourself accountable in my mind that's what coaching is
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. love that love that and it is and sometimes it can be a path and, I, and something to hold on to so that you don't feel like you're just blindly out there throwing spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> but at the end of the day, nobody know. going back to the very first thing, right? nobody knows what they the circle. doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Yep.
1: I think that's where it's starting to get really liberating for me. I don't know about you, but like I've gotten to a place where it's like, okay, I've had enough coaches to know how to run a business. Yes. I had enough strategies to know what works and what doesn't. And now I get to just play. Yep. I get to start creating what really feels good to me, which once again goes into the authenticity. It's like, mm-hmm. I get to actually stop filtering out how I think I need to run my business because I honestly didn't know. And I get to start being in this place of like, fuck yeah, I get to actually just do my business and be me. and what works and let it be more of like a science experiment (laughs) than
0: anything yeah exactly and for me honestly a lot of my values around authenticity and transparency and being heart centered has come from being coached to not do that it has come from being coached to show up consistently as the expert as the authority to create distance between you and people so that there's not a leak of a leak of energy which in my mind are two totally different things supporting people and having leaky energy are two totally different things but there was i was taught so much about creating distance and keeping yourself in a place of um how do i say this
1: like yeah
0: yeah
1: in a sense
0: yeah Mm -hmm. but also um not being available Mm. not being available for questions not being available but in but the way that i started to see it is i'm like this is how we course correct this is how we show the potential of true relationships this is how we show the potential of community is by doing things a lot of people are not willing to do. And that's for you to decide. That is for you to decide what you are willing to do. I'm not gonna tell you what's right or what's wrong, but for me, I am willing to put in the extra effort. I am willing to put in the extra time to communicate with people and answer questions and be there and be the person that they don't have in their life because that's what I needed when I started my journey. So for me personally, I am completely willing to do that, but I was coached not to. And so every time that I would not do that, it felt fucking terrible. Mm. It felt horrible horrible. I felt, I was like, what am I doing? I mean, I don't, eh." and I got really uncomfortable. What happened is I developed a very, a very, um, toxic relationship with trauma and a really difficult relationship with experiencing discomfort because sometimes people come to you with really challenging things and you can either lean into that or you can push it away because they're not paying me. I don't want to give my energy, all of these things. I only hold space for people in containers. And if that's, if that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that was so out of alignment with my values, because if somebody walked up to me on the street and they were sobbing, I'd be like, Hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? That's just who I am as a person. So for me to run my business any other way was so out of integrity with who I was which means I'm willing to put in that extra time. And I'm willing to extend that hand because that's who I am as a person. So when it comes to authenticity, it's really about paying attention to those signals that you get from your body. And even if you have been told by somebody that you paid $50,000 to work with not to do that thing, but your body's talent is screaming at you to do it, you have to do it. I love that you said that so much,
1: so, so much the person you're, you actually are outside of the online space and actually yeah. bringing that into the online space. And it goes back to trusting your intuition over what you're being told, which I can imagine how uncomfortable that is if they're the experts, right? And you're, you don't know anything. At the end of the day, your heart always knows what's best and what's right. And it reminds me of a very specific moment last year in COVID Beautiful, beautiful COVID,
0: right? So much so <laughs> the, the, nation, the the global ayahuasca ceremony that was pan, that was COVID.
1: <laughs> I have to tell you, I yeah, it was a great time for people to be you know going inward and doing this reflection work, and I held a lot of space. It was a really good space time for that. Yeah, um, but there was also some moments where I had to fully surrender. Right mm-hmm. in this place of like, as I think most people did, of like I just I can't even be trying to get people to pay me right now. I need the I, they need their money. They need to make sure they can get food on the table. How dare I ask them to pay me for anything? Right. So there's a lot of just like, okay, how do you how do you really even stand in knowing I have gifts and they they can receive I can receive money in exchange for that. But then there was another part of it that was just this complete surrender, which is what you reminded me of. It's like, there was one woman that came to me and she's like, Teal, I cannot pay you. And I am so broken, right? I just, I don't know where to go. And I, I felt this just God essence, just nudge to just be like, just support her, just hold. And she didn't even need anything except for me to just hold her for 30 minutes and just breathe together and just breathe with her. And I get emails from her to this day saying how much those moments changed her life. And it's like, that's why we do the work that we do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it goes into that and then it also goes into just the good karma of giving, right? And, and paying it forward and everything that comes with that as well. And it's just, every time I get into that mode of like, oh, the mind wants to get into that mode of like, gotta chase the money. I remember that moment and say, no, like that's what this is all about. So being mm-hmm. a good human, And the money will always
0: come. I feel like that's the perfect place to end this on. That's so, it's true. And the money will always come. (laughs) It will. Without a shadow of a doubt, it will. And that will make such a tremendous difference in that person's life. That they will support you and your mission to the end of time, they will preach how good you were during that session to everybody in their life. They will become your biggest evangelist. So really, not only is that being a good human, but that's being an incredibly heart centered entrepreneur and very smart from the perspective of, I love this person as a human. I see your struggle. I hear you. I see where you're at. I'm going to hold you and support you. But in doing that and going the extra mile and doing something that a lot of people won't do because there's no money on the table, you have just transformed that person's life and they are never going to stop talking about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. it feels good. And And I share it not as the ego of a bragging of really just of like, wow it feels so good (laughs) it feels so good and I know you do the same and it's just like this is what we need to bring more into the world absolutely yeah (sighs) heart-centered entrepreneurs
0: (laughs) so good I'm so glad we had this conversation
1: me too me too
0: All right, you wild woman, that is all I have for you today. And I hope that this conversation with Teal was enlightening because at the end of the day, there are always going to be like shady aspects of any industry. And these aspects need to be reformed and revolutionized by heart centered and integrity driven leaders like yourself. Teal and I have been in the world of coaching for a long ass time. And if you are an entrepreneur, that's looking to position yourself as a true leader in your niche then I hope you took some powerful nuggets from this episode. And if you wanna connect with Teal and learn more about the incredible work that she does with women looking to become masters of their love life, well, I have included all of her social handles and her website and her podcast link in the show notes down below. Plus, if you wanna get Teal's free guide to the eight principles to become magnetic to men, or if you want her free training on how ambitious women can attract high quality men without sacrificing their power, well, you can also find the links to those two free resources in the show notes down below. And with that, that is all I have for you in this week's episode. I love you, girl. I know you're made to kick ass in your life and your business. So a big cheers to breaking the rules and now go give them hell, sis.